Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Jennifer Laughlin-Miller, CIO at Watertown Regional Medical Center. In this segment, Miller talks about the conversation with her CEO that ended up being a career-defining moment, the attributes she values most in team members, and the advice she'd like to give all young professional women. When you were working your way up the ranks, did you intentionally seek out people who were maybe senior and, uh, you know, ask them questions and just, just, just try to, uh, you know, be visible? When I was thinking about this, um, I was fortunate that when I became the director of medical staff services and medical records, I reported directly to the CEO. It's kind of an odd maybe reporting direct, you know, from a director to CEO relationship. However, because of my involvement with the medical staff, you know, our CEO definitely wanted to kind of be in the know of kind of what's happening. And so um, it was really great working with him um, as my mentor. And I learned so much uh, from him. He's now retired, but learned a, a ton professionally just watching him and um, kind of modeling after him. And so I was sort of lucky that way in, you know, being visible directly, you know, to the CEO. Yeah. But not to say I didn't have to earn it. (laughs) I still had to earn it. (laughs) Were were there any um, conversations that stood out or any times that maybe, you know, you you were pulled aside and and told something that you didn't expect or? um, Um, I guess one, one thing that, I think was the catalyst for me going back for my advanced degree was a conversation with him about, you know, hey, what what do you want to do when you grow up? And I said, you know, I want to be in administration. I want to oversee medical staff, medical records, and IT. And um, I knew in order to do that, I needed to go back and get my degree. So I was able to articulate that. And, you know, it's kind of like once you put it out there in the universe, somehow it conspires to get you there. So um, two years later, you know, there I was doing what I said I wanted to do. And I I love it. Yeah. And and the decision to to go for the MBA was something that that really uh, did make the difference that you thought it would? Yeah, it it did. Because I definitely wouldn't be able to be in this role without it. Yeah. And now, you know, being in your position, can you talk a little bit about what, what you look for in, in the people who, uh, who you, where you see potential, like kind of what, what you're looking for? Well, I, I have one person in, in mind um, as you were just asking me that question, but I look for people who have passion for what they do and what I love to do is to empower people to take that passion and just run with it. Um, I don't like to micromanage people, um, but certainly if they're exhibiting leadership skills, you know, I definitely want them to take their knowledge, take, you know, their ideas and try them. I mean, that's the only way that we're going to see what sticks, what doesn't, and, you know, not to be afraid to, to make mistakes. I mean, that's kind of part of the deal. Definitely working as a team. I, I meet with my, um, not all my direct reports, but, you know, there are definitely some that I meet with directly because of the reasons I just described, you know, where they have some passions. Um, I'm thinking of my um, clinical documentation improvement specialist. 
you know, she is just kind of raring to go to, to roll this program out to make it the best CDI program around, and she has excelled beyond belief. And it's been really fun to watch her do that. Yeah. Do you do any kind of formal mentoring, or is just or is it more like a, an informal thing where you just kind of have, you know, discussions here and there? I have had um, a couple of individuals over the years um, ask me to be their mentor. And so um, one individual actually was in banking, and so I, I uh, was her mentor as just a, a woman in leadership. Uh, we would meet monthly and, and just talk about different challenges and things that she was um, encountering and how maybe I, I would handle them or you know, how she should handle them. And then I've also had some individuals right in my profession, my HIM profession, where I was their mentor. And that was a, a little more uh, you know, down in the weeds a little bit, more mentoring, not so much um, like leadership-ish. But, so I have done some mentoring. And I would imagine that, that in having those conversations, there, there are things that you take from it as well. So you, you're kind of both learning something. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It makes me feel really good. I love to empower these people because you can see that some of them are, they feel not timid, but that, you know, they have these ideas and they just want to run with them. And I'm, and I am okay with them. Just go and do it, try it, roll it out. You, you don't have to ask permission every step you take. Just let's go. Let's see how it is. And, um, it's really fun for me to watch them just beaming, you know, when their idea or, you know, their success turns out the way that they wanted it to. So, yeah, that's definitely what I take away from it. Yeah. I never want to, uh, to, to buy into the stereotypes, but it, it sometimes seems like it is um, young women who sometimes need to, maybe not a little bit more of a push, but to be told, you know, take the ball and run with it. Is that something that, that you encounter? Oh, absolutely, yes. I have to give credit to my dad, you know, for my confidence, you know, because he always told me that basically I can do anything I want. And so not being arrogant about it, but just being whatever you want to do, you can do. It, and so I really embrace that. And it's true. Literally, anything you want to do, there is a way to do it. And so I truly believe that, and I always have, and now I'm trying to pass that on to my daughter. <laughs> you know, if you want it, there is a way to do it. But that thought process definitely is not instilled in every woman out there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just want to, you can do it. You know, you, I wish you could see yourself through my eyes, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. And I have said that to people because if they could see themselves as strong, creative, um, talented, passionate women like I see them, I think their worlds would really open up. Yeah. And that kind of thing can really have a, a lot of influence. I mean, I, I had a, an editor I worked for several, several years ago who pulled me aside and said, I don't hear you during these meetings. I want to hear you. And just, just uh, something like that made a huge yep. difference. Yep. Yep, and, you know, that's, I, I'm on a work team. I, I volunteer a lot through, with the uh, WHIMA, the Wisconsin Health Information Management Association, and um, my CDI person I was just talking about, she, I got her to uh, 
be on this committee with me. And so she's also one of these quieter people on the call, but I'll volunteer her for stuff all the time. Well, then on, in behind closed doors, I'll say, hey, if, you don't, if, you don't, if I'm volunteering you for things that you don't want to do, just tell me to be quiet, you know. And she says, no, no, I'm glad you do that because I'm sitting there like I want to say I can do it. I want to do that, but I just can't get the words out. So yeah. I love my job and I love being able to really help people flourish, you know. The organization um, that was the one you just mentioned was uh, the WHIMA? Mm-hmm, yes. Okay. It's the Health Information Management Association in, in Wisconsin. So it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, membership is made up of uh, medical records, you know, health information directors, coders, transcriptionists, you know, people in that profession. And, of course, because that's my, you know, that's my first love, um, I've been a member of that association since 1996 when I graduated. Um, and over the years, I mean, I've worked, I've been uh, past president of that association in 2007 and 2008. You know, I speak a lot at their um, conferences, and I just love working on their committees, and it's a great, great group of ladies. Well, and guys, too. There's getting more guys in the profession as well. Right. And that, I guess, was, was the final piece I wanted to touch on, too, was just encouraging people, especially who are, um, you know, uh, working towards certain career goals to, to really get involved in uh, professional organizations. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, my gosh. You learn so much um, working. Uh, I mean, it, you literally get more out of volunteering than, or, you know, than you give, really. Um, yeah. People that I have met uh, over the years through that association has really been awesome. And when you have challenges that come up or when you have projects that you need to work on, you know, they're the first people you reach out to. And, you know, because you have that relationship with them, they're more than willing, you know, to talk to you, to work with you, to email you a policy or whatever. So it, it is really, it's fun. Okay. Well, we've, um, we've covered a lot of ground and I really appreciate your taking the time and talking about what you're working on as well as giving your perspectives and I think this will be really valuable for our audience so thank you so much you're so welcome I really enjoyed it me too and I hope to check back with you a little bit down the line to see how things are going sounds good Kate thank you all right thank you bye-bye bye-bye thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com to hear other podcasts visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.